Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom of Success? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 285. And I am walking to my back door, actually my basement door, and um, walking around on my new uh, basketball court uh, that we just put up for our kids. And what a blessing it has been um, just to see them be able to play on it and enjoy themselves and also, you know, even my wife and I, Amy and I, coming out here and actually uh, playing basketball or playing Foursquare or playing uh, a little bit of, um, I guess, makeshift volleyball out here. It has been quite the uh, little experience that we've had out here. What a blessing. But today, um, I want to kind of continue uh, the conversation that I started on Monday, or excuse me, Friday. This is Monday's episode, but uh, I really did not get a chance to kind of Friday's episode. If you want to go back and listen to that, I'd actually set up uh, what this is uh, today. And I might even talk a little bit about uh, what is to come uh, because I just really sense the Lord just doing, you know, a new thing in me, which is exciting. Um, and it's, it's exciting to be kind of at this point, but uh, again, it's just. I'm just, accept, I'm just thankful. That's, that's all I can say, guys, is I'm just thankful for where the Lord has been leading and how he's been leading me uh, through this time. And, you know, you, you as Kingdom Success listeners, uh, I really want to just encourage you uh, with what I'm getting ready to talk about. And, you know, if it strikes a chord with you and you feel compelled, uh, you know, to, to, to maybe seek the Lord on some things of, of this, you know, I just really feel like that, you know, what I'm going to share with you is really going to impact you. So as you know, in the last episode, I, I talked about where that, you know, Bruce Wilkerson, uh, the author of The Secrets of the Vine, uh, had gotten to the point where that he was stale. He was, it wasn't exciting. The, uh, you know, his life had become kind of dull. And it had come actually from a, from a place of being competent at what he was doing and uh, becoming so competent at what he was doing that it, it had nothing in, nothing about it was exciting. It was basically the same old, same old, the, you know, what some books have said, the doldrum of life. I don't know if that's even a word, proper word, but it sounds pretty bad, pretty boring. And, you know, a little bit of me over the last, you know, couple of weeks, I won't say that I, you know, I, maybe I've become, you know, a little complacent as far as where I was at or what's been going on with me. But um, when I got a hold of uh, the chapter and the end of that book of The Secrets of the Vine, 
it truly opened me up. And I want to just real quickly um, jump into kind of where I was at or what I was experiencing. Um, again, I knew that the Lord was doing a new thing in me because I was a little frustrated with where things are at. I was tired. I was, you know, the Lord was continued to call me into a, a state of rest and to slow down Tyler. And I got to the point where that I finally was just kind of, I, I threw my hands up and really where I just kind of was just, you know, whatever Lord you want to do right now. And I'm not going to try to fight this at all. And I really felt like the Lord had been producing uh, good fruit in me and that things were, things were progressing in my life. Things were, you know, I felt like the Lord and I were still, you know, together on things, which we were, but there was still this, just this missing element that I didn't know about and that I didn't really realize that was going on. And it really kind of came down to John 15, where that, you know, Jesus is talking to his disciples. And just like if, if a loved one is on their deathbed or their, the loved one is getting ready to pass away and you know is coming in the next couple of days or, you know, uh, next couple of hours, whatever it is, you know, every word that that loved one shares with you becomes extremely important. I'm reminded of my own mother. Uh, I, I, I had that kind of experience. Um, she didn't share anything with me. She didn't verbally say anything, but just the things that I was actually saying and what her reactions were, you know, to me uh, were vitally important at those moments or those last, you know, couple of hours of my mom's life. And so Jesus is here. Jesus is this, this is where John 15 kind of picks up uh, right here is Jesus is actually, you know, at the last supper, he's sharing with his disciples. He can say he's done with the meal and he can share and do anything he wants to do as his parting words. And he shares, um, you know, washing the feet of his disciples. <laughs> he does that act. He, he, he talks about um, the Holy Spirit being one with them. All right. He talks about um, this whole, uh, he's, he's probably taking his disciples up to the, um, the, the Garden of Gethsemane and he's passing by a row of uh, grapevines and he uses this illustration right here that has become so popular but it's just so profound. And so here I am, I've, I've read this passage, no telling how many times, read the book by Bruce Wilkerson, The Secrets of the Vine, you know, several years ago, but I went back and reread it again. And I just want to read uh, this one verse and then I'm going to jump into just a little bit of the things that, I, that I'm experiencing right now. And that's actually John 15, verse 5. It says, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches, those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. 
I want to read that in the um, King James, New King James, actually. I'm the, brand, I'm the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I am him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And so, for me right now, that's just kind of where I'm at. Is I feel like in my life, you know, the Lord has, has been bearing fruit, but I feel like that there is a new season, a new level, a new something that's on the horizon for me. I don't know what it is quite yet. I just know that I'm, you know, going through this process and the thing that I feel that is, is, is where I need to be is in an abiding state. You know, and I want to, I guess, in the, and I'm kind of taking this quote from the book, I want to be abiding more and doing less. I want to be abiding more and doing less. And let me, let me read what the definition that he actually gives in the book is right here, guys. And I think it's just a really great definition um, that he gives. So let me, let me read this real quick, okay? So abiding is all about the most important friendship of your life. Abiding doesn't measure how much you know about your faith or your Bible. In abiding, you seek, long for, thirst for, wait for, see, know, love, hear, and respond to a person. More abiding means more of God in your life, more of Him in your activities, thoughts, and desires. One of the, one of the big secrets that he talks about in this book is you know, these different secrets of the, by, of, of the vine. And one of the secrets is abiding more and doing less leads us to more results from God. You know, God didn't want us to do, you know, I, I just have to say it this way, and this is the only way I can say it this way. God isn't interested in us doing more for Him. He's not. He's not ever interested in that. He never was interested in that. I, I am getting ready, actually, you know, tomorrow, on Tuesday, I will finish reading the Old Testament. And in me reading the Old Testament, one of the things that is extremely clear in this whole thing with the Old Testament is God is extremely passionate. He's extremely focused in being in the midst of his people, period. He's not interested in conquering kingdoms. He's not interested in um, trying to, you know, see people um, get converted to being uh, Jewish or anything like that. I mean, in that whole thing, God is doing everything He can in the Old Testament to help His people have Him be in the midst, in the center of their life. He's given them every, you know, to do thing to remove all those things so that 
they can have him as in the center of his of their being and for me that's this is the whole point of Jesus is that Jesus wants not for me to go and do more for him not to, for me to go and uh, make more money for him or he doesn't want me to go and see more people saved for him even though I know that you know you you read the last you know bit of of those things of him you know those those are what you those things right there, you know, of accomplishments, or if you want to even call them accomplishments, or things that you're going to do for him, are just the fruit. You know, God didn't want, God doesn't want me to be to do more for him. God wants me to be more with him. And you know, one of one of the things that I've had to do, that I've had to change personally in order to do that, and I just started this actually back uh, middle of last week. One of the things is to break, to, in order to break through in, a, in abiding with Him more, guys. This is this is just one thing that I I gained from the book. One thing that I need to do more of, or just actually, is I must deepen the quality of my devoted time with the Lord. And for you, that might mean different things, but for me, you know, what I was doing had become kind of stale. It had become a little bit of too much routine. It, 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 it had kind of become a little too mechanical, quite honestly, guys. And so I kind of, honestly, I kind of went old school a little bit of what I decided to do. I went out uh, that day whenever I kind of had read these things about abiding, I went and purchased me a, you know, I went to Barnes and Nobles. I'm just telling you what I did. I went to Barnes and Nobles uh, that day uh, with Amy and I bought a journal. And it's not my, uh, it's, this is separate, this is a separate journal from my normal journal that I type in in my day one app that's on my iPad, which I kind of, you know, use as, as you know, my conversation with the Lord, but also just kind of documenting the awesome things that He's doing in my life, and you know what I'm experiencing, and you know maybe some of the conversations. But this journal that I decided to pick up and to, to begin, and I've already written in it about four 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 different times, is really just more of a uh, of a conversation with the Lord, not really documenting you know what. I might be doing, but just more of just a conversation with the Lord. Like, you know, today I read, I finished up reading, uh, um, what was it, Nehemiah. And, um, you know, I, I just wanted to, wanted to tell the Lord, you know, hey, Lord, you know, um, it's Nehemiah in multiple places in, his, in this book talks about he wants you to remember the deeds that he did for, for you. And I, I, just, I, just, I just told the Lord, I said, I want you to remember the deeds that I've done for you, Lord. I mean, I, just, I was just being honest with him. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And it was just refreshing because of how the Lord responded to me. And I was just writing down what I was hearing from him and what I was sensing from him. And it was just, I, I wasn't trying to rush off and, you know, get to a, an appointment. I wasn't in a hurry. I probably spent maybe about, 
you know, 20, 30 minutes just doing that one thing right there of abiding with him, not rushing. And it might even last me, you know, I don't know how long it lasts, but it didn't matter because I just wanted to be in his presence. The second thing I got out of the, uh, the book is to break through to abiding. I must broaden my uh, devoted time, taking it from a morning appointment to an all-day um, attentiveness of his presence. Now, I've done this quite a bit. I mean, this part right here, I, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I've already been doing this, but you know, I, again, I guess it's more on the side of just slowing down and seeing God work in my life even more. Not trying to rush, not trying to, again, like, like I've said, go to the next appointment or go to the next task, but slow down and just see God's hand work in, work in my life. But guys, I, I just want to share that with you. I know I'm kind of over my time, what I normally would be, but I just want to share that with you guys. And I hope you hear my heart. Is This whole abiding thing is, is wow, it's powerful, guys. This is, this is where, go, where you know, much fruit's going to be produced, but it's going to be effortless fruit. It's going to be so good, so sweet, but it's all going to be because we're not trying to do more for the Lord we're just we we are so focused we're uh, we're so wanting to be with him more so i just encourage you with that stop doing more for the lord and start being more with the lord hmm. i tell you I'm more abiding doing less praise god guys Gang, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and gang, we'll catch you on the other side.